the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their overall under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP and your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne, up on the northeast coast of England. Today is Monday, the 6th of June, and me with the rest of the gang are here to handicap the games for Tuesday, June the 7th in MLB. It's a full slate of 15 games, uh, for which purpose we've brought out the 18 um, of Mr. Moonaf Manji. Moonaf, how are you? Hey, what's going on, Malcolm? Uh, brand new week, ready to make this money. Uh, so let's do it, man. I'm excited. <laughs> Excellent. Nice to have you, Moonaf. It's a, a rare pleasure that we get to share a podcast lately with the, with the young boys, one of which joins us tonight, Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, young man, how are you doing? I am doing well, Malcolm. Good to be with you and Moonaf. Uh, yeah, new week, got the graphic up, pretty s- stoked about that. Can't wait to go 6-0 and tonight. Or eight and zero, can't yeah. count. <laughs> the, six and zero. Um, the, yeah, there's only six games tonight, which uh, myself and Dylan uh, handicapped last night. Um, those games get underway in about an hour from now. Uh, the graphic Dylan refers to is a little lock and dog uh, graphic. You'll be familiar with other um, SGPN shows and podcasts put out a, a graphic given their daily. Uh, I think it's the lock dog tease on the NFL Gambling Podcast. Moonaf and his uh, gang put the NBA one out. So, yeah, we've uh, we've put something together. So you've got easy access to the locks and dogs. Um, a lot of Arizona Diamondbacks and LA Angels kicking around uh, on the graphic tonight. So we'll have to see how we how we do on those. Um, full slate uh, for Tuesday after a really short card today. Uh, everybody is in action. Uh, and we will start with a 6.40 Eastern first pitch, which is the Arizona Diamondbacks at the Cincinnati Reds. Um, I've got um, Ashcraft, Graham Ashcraft going for the Reds, but I had no picture um, going for the D-backs, but I know Dylan Rockford, I think you've seen a picture here and you've handicapped this game, so I can throw it over to you. Yeah, I got uh, Gilbert, Tyler Gilbert, and he's 0-2, 5-0-2 ERA. I made the Reds, a minus 130 favorite. I made the D-backs a plus 130. So no lines up right now. Uh, there is wind. There's about seven mile an hour winds blowing out. So be on the lookout for that. I expect a high total, especially with how the Reds do play. They've been scoring a lot of runs. Uh, I'm hoping when the lines come out, we could get a nice plus price with the D-backs because, you know, I love taking the snakes at a dog price. But uh I probably would imagine the Reds opening up as a favorite, especially with Ashcraft on the mound and how good he's been. He has a 153 RA, he's 2-0. So 
with no lines up being up just yet, uh, Reds, they are playing better ball, 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They are better home. So uh, uh, depending on the line, if it's minus 130 or lower, I'm going to be on the Reds. If it's a plus 130 or higher, I could see myself on the Snakes. Uh, Moonaf, did you have anything on this with the uh, question marks hanging over the game? No, I, I like Ashcraft here. I really uh, like what I've seen from him so far this season um, from the Reds. Uh, you know, Dylan talked about his stats there. I'm not going to repeat them again, but uh, he's he's faced some pretty good offenses, right? He, he faced the Giants. He faced the Toronto Blue Jays in Toronto. Um, and then, you know, Washington uh, underrated a pretty good offense. They can put up runs as well. So he's a, he's a little battle-tested as far as facing pretty good offenses here. And, and again, uh, Arizona haven't been very good on the road so far this season. Uh, Ashcraft, again, back uh, at home. I'm going to back him here uh, on the money line, just depending on what the price is, like Dylan said. Yeah, I haven't got much to add to this one. I never got around to handicapping it fully. Um, there is one little line on the D-backs that I can give you, is that they've um, just signed Dallas Keitel. Uh, oh, no. Agent for... Yeah, Wait, Dallas Keitel's him? back. The D-backs. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> so one of us looking boys gets to handicap him in the next few days. We've missed Dallas Keitel and the automatic overs that we well, take. I, th- with him. I think uh, that so, we yeah. have some... Uh, think... Go ahead, Malcolm. Sorry. Um, no, I think he's got some previous one of the catches there, I think. Uh, and I can't off the top of my head think who it is. Um, so there's a little link there that uh, someone, possibly grasping at straws, I saw one of, uh, it was one of the, the Diamondbacks UK uh, fan accounts, actually, uh, were tweeting out that he's got a bit of previous one of the D-backs catches. And that was something that might possibly get him back on track. Uh, but like I say, that might be uh, clutching at straws. What were you going to add, Muna? No, I was just going to say that... Um... You know, he's back with the old pitching coach that he had when he was with the Astros when he was doing really well. Oh, that might be it. Um, so that might be something that might be helping uh, Dallas Keuchel there, just to have some familiarity with uh, Brett Strom there. And we've talked about him all season long so far. Oh, uh, that's that's what it was. I mean, if it wasn't the catcher, it was the pitching coach. Yeah, I've, uh, I've remembered that incorrectly. So, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely on the right track. So, yeah, possibility there. Uh, so, yes, uh, fun and games to come uh, with Dallas Keuchel. We'll move on uh, to our next game. Uh, for the Tuesday slate is also 6.40 Eastern first pitch. It's the Washington Nationals and the uh, Miami Marlins. Um, Evan Lee, I believe, is the catcher for Washington. And um, uh, Edward Cabrera, Eduardo Cabrera, uh, goes for Miami. Uh, Yeah, rookie Cabrera. I like the look of him. He's really good. Washington, a plus 147. Miami are 173. My... Minus 173 favourites. The total is set at eight. And uh, Moonaf, you've got this one for us. So Lee against Cabrera. Interesting rookie matchup. Yeah, Lee is This is going to be his uh, second start, I believe. Uh, yeah, he faced Dylan's Mets in his first start back on uh, last week, January, sorry, uh, June 1st. Uh, he went three and two thirds inning, gave up four hits, two earned runs, did walk three guys. Uh, did have two strikeouts, but he did take the loss there as the Mets got that victory 5-0. Uh, and like you mentioned on the mound for the Marlins, uh, Malcolm, it's going to be Edward Cabrera coming off a very, very impressive start in his first start for the um, Miami Marlins. His first start was in Coors Field where he went uh, six shutout innings, did give up one hit, uh, did strike out nine in that game, uh, had four walks. He also hit two batters in that game, but 
Uh, pretty impressive start there uh, for him. You know, you've kind of also look at his minor league game log for Edward Cabrera. He does struggle with walks, and it seems like Evan Lee does as well. So I think that if both of these teams are able to stay patient at the plate and really work the counts, that they could find themselves getting on base here. I think this might be another series where we will see runs uh, in, in this in this series. So I, I want to take the over here uh, on the, I believe it's eight. Yeah, it has a little bit of juice towards the over at minus 115. Um, and I think, like, like I said, if these two teams can stay patient and play worth the counts, I think they can get on base. And again, both these offenses are fully capable of, of hitting um, with their respective lineup. So I'm going to lean towards over eight here. I can't give out a price of minus 170 with a rookie, you know, pitcher on the mound for the Marlins and also the Nationals at plus 150 with Evan Lee. Uh, I can't do it either. So I, I think my best bet for this game would be the over eight. Yeah, so looking at taking the total, Dylan, um, what line did you uh, concoct for this one? Yeah, I'm on the same side as Munoff. I'm going to go over eight. I made my line 8.5. The Nationals actually have gone over four of the last five games Mm -hmm. of this number. Uh, Eight just seems a little low for two bad pitchers. And you got to think the Miami Stadium, for how pitcher-friendly it is, Miami's 15 and 11 toward the over at home while the Nationals are 17 and 9 toward the over. As bad as the Nationals are, they they're fourth I think last time I checked, they're fourth in league in batting average. They could hit, they just can't win any games. So give me the over 8 in this one. Yeah, I think exactly the same. Um I'll I'll, I'll triple up on the over. I really like Cabrera. I think it's really interesting pick uh, picture. He only got he got 26 innings I think in MLB last year. Um, ERA of five point something. The walks are a concern. Munaf is exactly right about that. Um, I wanted to take Miami here, but they're just too short. I think um, Cabrera is a bit unfortunate that he's kind of drawn Lee here because I think with a more established pitcher, not that the Nationals have many, um, they could be a slightly better price. But uh, minus one seventy three on the Marlins at any time uh, isn't particularly attractive. Uh, so without being able to take a side, uh, that leads to the total. And the total has to go over. There's no way you can take the under on this. Uh, so it's over eight for me. Uh, next is a 7.05 Eastern first pitch. The Chicago Cubs and the Baltimore Orioles. Keegan Thompson uh, goes for the Cubs. And Kyle Bradish goes for Baltimore. Uh, the prices are, it's a picker, minus 110 each of two. Uh, the total is set at nine. Uh, Keegan Thompson I handicapped him last week. He was one of my boys as well. Uh, And I mentioned the amount of wins he picked up. Uh, And he won again that night. He's now got six wins, uh, which was right up there in sort of the top dozen. I think there's one or two pitches with seven. And that's about it. Bear in mind, this has been pretty much long relief. Uh, It's quite a remarkable record. He's got got a 199 ERA. uh, Started four games, had 12 appearances. So eight have come out the pen. Uh, 45 and a third pitch, 38 Ks and a 108 whip. Uh, Kyle Bradish for Baltimore is one and three with a 6.82 ERA. Uh, started seven games, 33 innings, 35 Ks and a 155 whip. Um, Thompson gave up three walks and three earned runs um, against St. Louis. But before that, he's been absolutely found. There's not a reason. I can't find a reason why he won't go okay tomorrow, especially against Baltimore. He won't be in fights, but they're not one of the strongest offences. Um, 
Kyle Bradish is starting to look a little bit exposed for me. He got a couple of good starts under his belt when he first arrived on the scene. Uh, he got a little bit of chat in fantasy communities too. Um, but that's kind of dissolving and it's dissolving pretty quickly. Um, he's at home tomorrow where he's pitched 24 and a third innings um, out of the 33 that he's pitched in total. Uh, he's got a 6.29 ERA uh, in those home appearances. Uh, so for me, uh, this was a pretty straightforward Chicago Cubs win at minus 110, Moonaf. Yeah, echoing everything that you just said there, uh, just don't trust Bradish at home uh, in this uh, in this game. Again, with all the numbers that you just, re- uh, just said, and his walks, 3.7 per nine innings is the rate. And then on the in his road starts 1.0. So again, kind of going back to what I said about the Marlins and the Nationals game, that if the, if the Cubs are able to stay patient against uh, Kyle Bradish, he'll give up the walks. And then, you know, sooner or later, he'll make a mistake where you can, you know, get one into the gap and, and score some runs that way. So, um, and again, against right-handed pitching, he's had opposing teams have a batting average of 382 against uh, Kyle Bradish. And again, Keegan Thompson, you mentioned him, Malcolm. He's been absolutely fantastic for the Chicago Cubs. Um, I, I want to also take a look at his strikeout props tomorrow, see what that number comes out at, uh, because he's had at least uh, four in three of his last four starts, and he's been you know pretty solid. He's only allowed one earned run in three out of the last four starts for the uh, Chicago Cubs. So I think hopefully he can carry that momentum going into Camden Yards against the Baltimore Orioles. So I'll lean with the Cubs here as well. Uh, Dylan, anything to add? Cubs at Orioles? Uh, yes. Yeah, se- second game, we're all on the same side again. Cubs money line for me. Uh, this one scares me because of how good the Orioles have been at home. They're a feisty ball club, yeah. but you just got to ride with how good Thompson has been. 6-0, and uh, echoing everything you guys said. Only six runs given up in 30 innings. I just trust him way more than Bradish. I think people were hyped up on Bradish when he first came up. They were riding him for a little bit, but then he kind of started to regress a little bit. So they've won, and with the Cubs, they've won five straight games that Keegan Thompson have started. So I don't see that changing. Uh, give me the Cubs here on the road to get it done at this short price. Uh, 7.05 Eastern first pitch, the Detroit Tigers at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Tarek Skubel goes forward Detroit and Jose Quintana. Goes for the Pirates. Uh, Detroit are minus 117. Pittsburgh are minus 103. The total is set at seven. Uh, Dylan, you can take us through this one. Yeah, we have like a low-key great pitching matchup here between, I don't know, two bad clubs. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I actually made the Tigers a minus 115 favorite right at the number. Uh, Schoolboy, he's been great on the road for the Tigers. He uh, He hasn't given up a run in his last two starts on the road. Usually he's in the game till about the sixth, seventh inning. Now with Katana, he's been great as well this season. He does have to keep his walks down, but you got to think some regression will kick in for him at some point. And I'm banking on that for tomorrow. I know the Pirates have won some games recently, but with Scooble on the mound, I think he could limit the Pirates. So I think they have the advantage there. Give me the Pirates here on the road. Uh, excuse me. Give me the Tigers here on the road on the money line, minus 115. Uh, Moon, I thought you think of this. Yeah, I mean, if you just take a look at Tark Schoolwell's numbers over his last five starts, he's pitched a total of 32 innings and he's only allowed three earned runs in that span. Uh, that's something that I don't want to fade. Um, I know he is on the road, but again, like Dylan said, these, some of these offenses are, are not that great. So I possibly look at an under in this game, but I do agree with what Dylan said about the tie. Uh, sorry, yeah, the Tigers with Tark School on the mound. 
Yeah, uh, this for me came down to which picture do you trust the most? Um, the prices are close enough together to be virtually a pick'em, um, and uh, the answer is pretty easily Tarek Skubal. I think we're still waiting for Quintana. Um, I've been quietly impressed with what he's done. He's earned a bit of uh, respect after we kind of panned him for the first six weeks or so of the podcast. Um, but scoobal has been one of the most uh, valuable pitchers in MLB. I think he's in the top five in war uh, at the at the moment. So, yeah, absolutely outstanding Scoobal. Trust him more than I trust uh, Quintana in a game between two bad ball clubs. So minus 170 is a perfectly... Um, acceptable price at seven ten Eastern first pitch uh, is the St Louis Cardinals at the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Dakota Hudson goes for St Louis, and Jeffrey Springs gets the start for Tampa Bay, who are a minus one forty seven favourites with St Louis trading at plus one twenty five. Uh, the total is set at seven and a half. Uh, Moonaf Hudson against Jeffrey Springs, interesting um, pitching matchup. Yeah, on paper, it looks like a great pitching matchup. Uh, but when I dug into Dakota Hudson's numbers here for the St. Louis Cardinals, yeah, 2.96 ERA overall, 4-2 and two overall. But I think the big difference you guys have to look at is home and road splits uh, for uh, Dakota Hudson. 4.68 ERA on the road with a 1.52 whip where he's 1-2. and two. Of his five starts on the road so far this season, he's given up at least three earned runs within about five or six innings in four of those five uh, road games. So uh, definitely keep that in mind uh, for um, uh, Dakota Hudson here. But lights out at home. But again, he's getting the start here on the road against the Tampa Bay Rays. Jeffrey Springs on the mound for the Tampa Bay Rays. Two and two, 1.88 ERA, a whip of 0.86. At home, lights out, 1.45 ERA with a whip of 0.8. He he was coming out of the pen uh, early on in the year for the Tampa Bay Rays. Now he's uh, on the uh, sorry in the starting rotation here. His last two starts were against the Texas Rangers in Texas, and then against the Yankees uh, back on May 27th. He's given up two earned runs in each of those two games, but other than that, he's really been solid for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays here. I'll lean with the Rays here again. I don't want to back Dakota Hudson, especially on the road. Looking at those numbers, uh, minus 140, it feels a little steep, uh, but I, I don't hate the uh, uh, Tampa Bay Rays here uh, against the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, I'm going to go with a total on this one. So I'll go first before Dylan gives us the line uh, just to see how accurate I've got this one. Um, I thought both pitchers looked vulnerable um, if for slightly different reasons here. Uh, the first, uh, Dakota Hudson being the reason that you gave Moon after he's uh, he, he can give up some runs on the road. And I just think Jeffrey Springs, as good as he's been, um, has to regress a little bit and it might be time to start that tomorrow. Um out of that, you've got two uh, decent offences as well. Uh, both teams can hit. Uh, so the seven and a half looked low to me. Uh, so I'd be taking the over seven and a half at minus 120. And this is where Dylan tells me I'm completely wrong. Dylan, what number have you got? Uh, I actually made my total 7.3. So God, yeah, damn I, it. I'm going to go <laughs> under here. The Rays, they're three and seven toward the under in their last 10 games at home. Jeffrey Swings, like um, Munov said, since becoming the starter, he has been good at home, especially against good teams like the Blue Jays, the Yankees. And I don't know. I, I think as bad as Dakota Hudson has been on the road, I think we see some positive progression from him, hopefully. So I think we see a pitcher's duel in this one. At plus money, I was able to get an under seven and a half. So I like it. 
Uh, that's fair enough. It's about time we disagreed on one. We couldn't keep uh, holding hands through the entire podcast. Uh, whichever side of that line you want to get down on, make sure you do it at uh, WinBet uh, and take advantage of the bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to 200 bucks in free bets. Um, if you bet $500 or more on Sports or Casino before July the 31st, uh, you'll be entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Get in. Multiple entries are permitted. Uh, all users can bet $100 on NBA or Casino and be entered into a prize zone to attend the DJ Diesel, bracket Shaquille O'Neal, performance at Encore Beach Nightclub, uh, as well as meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, Dylan, what's a DJ Diesel? Shaq. I have no idea. It's Shaq, I think. Yeah. Is it DJ, DJ? Don't you talk like a young person, Moon. I feel like you know what's going on. It's Shaq. <laughs> Everybody knows that DJ Diesel Shaq. Come on. Okay. Well, we don't have DJ Diesel or Shaq in this country. So I guarantee <laughs> he's gone over to England and DJ. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna Google so, that. So, Ma- uh, so Malcolm, they they called Shaq the Diesel when he played uh, basketball. Ah, so okay. He just trying now. He does like house parties and like he's one of the uh, ambassadors for Win Bet. So he throws parties out in Vegas. So he, I guess his DJ name is DJ Diesel. Right. Okay. I understand slightly more than I did. See, yeah, I, I, we're here to help you, Malcolm. <laughs> Munaf, you are one of the coolest kids, it turns out, don't you? <laughs> Another 7-10 Eastern first pitch is the Texas Rangers at the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, it's two lefties uh, on the hill. Taylor Hearn um, for Texas and Connor with a K, Pilkington, uh, goes for the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, Texas are slight underdogs, plus 115. Cleveland are minus 135. The total is set at nine. Um, Taylor Hearn is three and four, has a 548 ERA, uh, started 10 games, 44 and a third, with 41 strikeouts in a 174 whip. Uh, Pilkington is one and oh, 265 ERA. Um, three games started, appeared in six in total, has pitched 17 innings with 23 strikeouts and a 159 whip. Um, Hearn's just settled into a pattern now of regularly giving up runs. Uh, Pretty straightforward, really. You can look at his um, box score every week and you get a similar kind of thing. Um, he's got a 7.24 road ERA as well, um, which is a bit of an eyebrow raiser. Uh, Connor Pilkington had a good start last time out. He gave up uh, no runs on five hits and struck out eight against Kansas City. Um, I thought both pitchers could get hit here. Um and the total at eight and a half looked perfectly reasonable for me, uh, minus one ten. So I was happy to take the over, and um, just with, um, like I say, Hearn particularly vulnerable, uh, but Pilkitten uh, could be good for a couple as well. We talked about Jose Ramirez on yesterday's pod, uh, and he's on pace for one hundred and eighty-three RBIs. Um, so yeah, Cleveland are going along okay. They can get the Hearn. 
Uh, and Texas can chip in a couple as well. So over eight and a half. Uh, Moon, off, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, just looking at the home road splits for Taylor Hearn, it's it's uh, pretty night and day. I mean, 4.7 at home is something to gloat about, but when you're 7.24 on the road and a 1.9 whip, I think that's uh, that's a bit of an alarming number for for Taylor Hearn. I probably, yeah, I'd lean with the Twins here. I, I like what I've seen from Pink, uh, Pinkleton. Um I would look at Twins team total. And I'd probably uh, lean with Twins uh, Twins in this game as well. Uh, I think that if that number comes out at two and a half for the first five innings for the Twins, I would smash that because, like you mentioned, Taylor Hearn has just given up the runs uh, for the Texas Rangers. Um, and I agree with the overplay as well. Rangers are a pretty good left uh, a lefty hitting team. Uh, they're kind of tops in some of the uh, batting averages home runs and in hits and RBIs uh, in the league against left-handed pitching. So yeah, I think you're right. Spot on there, Malcolm. Um, you had trouble seeing Pilkin last week as well. This is starting to amuse me. Enough. I hope he gets a decent run in the rotation. Uh, uh, yeah, so I can fudge it up uh, every week. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, little victories. Um, Dylan, what do you think of this one? Yeah, I was confused for a sec because Munaf kept saying twins. It's the Guardians. Guardians, sorry. <laughs> no, oh, so I didn't even notice that. I, I was too busy laughing at him pronouncing Pilkington to realize he'd got the team wrong. Twins. Yeah, you he guys. said it like three <laughs> times, but I didn't want to ruin it. Maybe we flow. should edit this and just start. Uh, Guardians, Guardians. No, leave it in. Sorry, guys. Oh, I said Indians. <laughs> See, now you That's said hilarious. Indians. Yeah, oh, Fucking this is hell, the boys, best. Come on. <laughs> but I. Uh, I like the Guardians here. I, I agree with everything you guys said. I grabbed the line early. I was able to get a minus 110. I still like them up to a minus 130. I'm surprised it opened at a pick with how bad Hearn has been. Uh, I just got to keep fading him. Munaf uh, described the Holman uh, road dichotomy. He just keeps giving up too many runs for me to back him. Uh, after winning a few games last week, the Rangers, now, they've lost now four of their last five, while Guardians won four of their last five. Like I say, just two teams going in different directions. They play well at home. So give me the Guardians here on the money line. I like them. Uh, next is a 720 Eastern first pitch. The Oakland Athletics at the Atlanta Braves. Cole Irvin goes for Oakland. And Kyle Wright is the pitcher for Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta are oh, prohibitive favorites. Minus 222. Oakland plus 186. Total is 8.5. Uh, Dylan, if you've got a great big dog for us here, or are you taking those choky Braves? No, no play on this side. I like the under eight and a half here. I was able to get it at a minus 115. I see some eights out there right now, so do shop around. I still like an eight. I made my total 7.6. Two good pitchers on the mound with Irving and Wright. Uh, Cole Irving hasn't been the best on the road, but still decent. He's He's been able to go six innings in his last two starts. Only gave up three runs in both starts, so it's not too bad. But with with how bad the A's have been offensively, I don't see them scoring much runs at all. Uh, the Braves, they, they'll give up a few runs. They'll score a few runs, excuse me. Uh, they've been on a nice 7-2 and two run in their last 10. I just trust the A's won't be getting a lot of runs in this spot. So I'll be happy with a 5-1 maybe four nothing game for the Braves. So I'm going to, I do lean the Braves uh, minus one and a half as well. If you're able to get a minus one ten or under, I like that, but I'm going to go under eight and a half. Um, well, I'll jump in here then as well, because I picked uh, exactly the same uh, prop there. Um, Irvin's been okay. Giving up six earned runs in his last 18 
uh, innings that he's pitched. Um, like you say, Auckland aren't going to score many runs, and I don't know if Atlantic can do this all by themselves against Irvin, who's been going okay. So the under eight and a half, uh, minus 115 is exactly what I have written down on my sheet. Moonaf, anything different, or are you backing us up? No, I back up uh, Dylan's uh, minus one and a half there with Kyle Wright here. Uh, I know he's been a, he's had a little trouble at home, but I think like Dylan said, the Oakland A's offense some you know doesn't show up a lot of times. I think I do like Kyle Wright in the spot, so give me Braves minus one and a half. Uh, Seven forty Eastern first pitches the New York Yankees and the Minnesota Twins. Jameson Tyone is going for the Yankees. I have no pitcher. Uh, down for the Minnesota Twins, therefore no lines. Uh, I'll throw this straight to you, Moonaf. If you've got anything for the Twins, therefore any lines or anything else you can tell us about this one. Uh, I see Cole Sands is supposed to get the start here uh, on one of the, <coughs> I'm sorry, the sites that I use. Um, but yeah, no line. I don't see a line for this game like you mentioned, Malcolm. But I'll just, just talk through uh, Jameson Tyone here. I mean, he's been really, really good for the Yankees. I mean, that's an understatement. Last start, uh, last two starts, he's gone eight innings in each of those games. 16 innings pitch, one earned run allowed, four hits only allowed in those last two games. If you want to even go back further against the Chicago White Sox, he went seven innings in that game, only allowed one earned run. So at least over his last three starts, Malcolm, uh, he's gone 23 innings, only allowed two earned runs. And over the course of the season, he's only given up three earned runs or more in just one start so far this season. So he's, he's again, dealing for the New York Yankees here. The splits are spot on there. He's, he's a little better on the road, actually. He's perfect 3-0, and uh, 2.28 ERA, a whip of below one at .76. Cole Sands, if he does get the start here, last start was not very pretty against the Detroit Tigers in Detroit, where he did give up four earned runs, uh, did walk four guys in that game as well. And again, I think this might be a smash spot for the Yankees if Cole Sands does get the start there for the Minnesota Twins. So I'd probably look at um, team total over for the Yankees. I would probably uh, go minus one and a half and also probably all the way up to minus two and a half if you want to really uh, get some plus odds with the Yankees uh, against the Minnesota Twins if that's uh, Cole Sands starting for them. Okay, so big fade of the picture there, uh, Cole Sands for the Twins. Dylan, what do you think? Yeah, I got Cole Sands going for the Twinnies as well. And I made the Yankees a minus 135 favorite. On the other side, Twins a plus 135. I made my total 8.2. So um, I, I do expect the Yankees to open up as a big favorite. Hopefully we could get a nice plus price on the Twins. But I, I probably would play the over just because I really think that the Yankees could get it done themselves. Even a team total like Munoff said. I like that play as well. Yeah, I've got nothing to add to this one other than um, it should be quite enjoyable. I think it should be a fun series. A um, bit of a challenge for New York going into Minnesota who top the AL Central, although they haven't been stellar lately. Um, and But they've still got a healthy four and a half game lead in that division. So yeah, this is going to be one of the one of the tougher tests uh, for New York. So it'll be interesting to see um, how this one pans out. Um, I can tell you about Sleeper. Uh, which is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players, of which I am one. Um, use it for my uh, fantasy football leagues. Um, but uh, Sleeper have added a game-changing product, uh, which is unlike anything else in the industry. It's their overall under game, uh, which is dead easy to play. Uh, choose your sport, choose a couple of players, uh, and choose the props that you like, points in basketball, hits in baseball, etc. 
And then if you choose your stake, um, you can win from two to 20 times the money that you put in um, if you get your picks right. Um, One of the big exciting things about it is the chat feature. Um, So you can talk a lot of smack with your friends and the people you want to play with. Um, You can copy your friend's picks at the top of a button, write it all out together. Uh, So there's loads of fun, uh, fun little things on there. Um, If you download the Sleeper app now to play the over-under game, if you use the code sleeper.com slash SGPMLB, Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. So join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGPMLB. T's and C's apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. The next game on the slate is at 8-10 Eastern first pitch between the Seattle Mariners and the Houston Astros. Chris Flexen draws the start for Seattle and Justin Verlander is the pitcher for the Houston Astros. Um, Seattle are plus 210 on the money line. Houston are minus 250. Uh, The total is set at eight. Um, Chris Flexen, he's been uh, on my radar. Um, He's been on my... uh, been on my naughty list for a couple of weeks, Chris Flexen. Um, he's two and six with a 4.55 ERA, 10 games started, 55 and a third, 40 Ks, and a 141 whip. Justin Verlander is six and two uh, with a 2.23 ERA, uh, 64 and two thirds, 61 strikeouts, and a 0.8 whip. Um, I was hoping Flexen was back on track um, after a start against Houston uh, two starts ago. Um, it was his first good start he'd put together for quite a while. But then he wasn't great last time out against Baltimore, uh, and he has a 5.04 road ERA. Um, however, uh, Verlander got smashed up two starts ago in the same game uh, at Seattle. Um, he was back to normal last time against that anemic Oakland offence. I thought Seattle were too big a price here. The, the total's low, so we're not expecting much to be in this. Uh and this is the Seattle team who got to Verlander only 10 days ago. Um, so in a similar spot, um, again, Flexen's done it before. He can do it. He's better than he's been showing. Uh, so I hope we can get a decent start with Flexen and the Mariners can take some of that uh, knowledge that they've got of Verlander. Um, and Seattle at plus 210 look like a way too juicy price for me on the money line. Uh, Moon off, you're going to tell me I'm mad. Uh, no, it's crazy to think that this is a fourth start for both of these pitchers against the opposite uh, team, right? Yeah. Uh, again, um, you know, like you mentioned, Verlander had a rough outing against the Mariners. So it might be a little bit of a revenge spot for him to kind of, you know, get back on track. I know he did in his last start, uh, but I think that he'll be more a little more focused coming into this game against the Seattle Mariners team. Uh, again, his ERA at home, 2.15 with a whip of 0.78, 8.8 strikeout per nine innings rate. Uh, four and two at home, like I mentioned, but I think Verlander bounces back here. I'm not going to lay the big price here. I don't want to take the minus one and a half either. I probably do like the under eight in this game between these two pitchers because Chris Flexen has also had uh, success against his Astros team this season. Um, so again, the familiarity that both of these pitchers have with the opposition, I think that might be, I, I feel like, it, you know, a lot of people talk that it might be favoring batters, but I think that, you know, pitchers can go out and make those adjustments. I, I like the under eight in this game. So that's going to be my play for this game. Okay, interesting. So we've got two different angles so far. Dylan, what you got? 
Yeah, I'm agreeing with Munaf here. I was able to actually get an under eight and a half at the opening line at minus one fifteen. So it's moved. I still like the under eight. I made my line. I even like under seven and a half. I made my line seven point two. So I am seeing some seven and a halves out there. But uh, like you guys said, Verlander, he's been a beast this year. Uh, I know he just lost to the Mariners a few weeks back, but. Chris Flexen, I thought he's slowly been trying to put it together. He had that nice one start, and then he just gave up three runs against the Orioles last start. So kind of inconsistent there. The Astros, they, they've they become a team that when they're at home, I, it's just an automatic I bet the under. Just like Coors Field, I automatically bet the over because of how many low-scoring games they play, 5-15 and 15 toward the under at home. So I'm comfortable with this line. I think it will be a close game. I would need a plus 230 to take the uh, Mariners. I made the Astros a minus 230. So a little more and maybe we get some Astros money come in and I could take the Mariners. But as for right now, I'm on the under. Okay, so two of you for the low-scoring game. The low-scoring game puts my Mariners bit well and truly in play, uh, so that doesn't dishearten me at all. Uh, 8-10 Eastern first pitch, the Toronto Blue Jays and the Kansas City Royals. Alec Manoa goes for Toronto, and Brad Keller goes for Kansas City. Uh, the prices are Toronto are minus 190. Uh, Favourites KC plus 160. The total is set at eight and a half. And this one belongs to you, Dylan Rockford. Yeah, give me the Blue Jays minus one and a half. Our boy Manoa's on the mound uh, for them, and he's been fantastic on the road. Giving this team some nice length. Walks are down, strikeouts are high, which you want to see. I know Keller, he's been good at home, but I just don't trust this Royal team. They've lost four of their last five. And besides Andrew Benetini, no one else is really hitting for this team. Uh, I think Manoa will have a day against him. I'll look over his K prop as well. Uh, I think he'll come out around six, seven. If it's around there, I like that over. But I also take this Blue Jay uh, team to win by more than two runs. So Blue Jay money line and Alex Manoa K prop for me. Yeah, Blue Jays money line was mine. Um, I've written boring, but uh, it's the it's it can only be there's there's one or two of these that we normally get every week that just looks like an automatic. It's one you could even um, tease it up to two and a half if you wanted to. Toronto are in great form. Kansas City aren't. Uh, the bats are waking up, um, and Alec Manoa's being absolutely stellar. It, it just takes all the boxes. So yeah, it's not a very original pick, um, but at minus one ten they all count. Munaf, um, what say you? Yeah, Alec Manoa, anytime I see I see him starting, I'm all automatically on the run line for him. Again, he's just been absolutely fantastic so far this season. Uh, like you mentioned, Malcolm, the bats are waking up as well for the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, one start last year, I know it's a, a smallest sample that we can have, but um, Alec Manoa last year against the Royals in one start, seven innings, two hits allowed, zero earned runs, four strikeouts. And I think that this would be a spot where he does the same thing again like he has been this season. So give me Blue Jays minus one and a half. Okay. Um, eight Tennington first pitch. The LA Dodgers at the Chicago White Sox. Mitch White goes for the Dodgers. And uh, Michael Kopech goes for the White Sox. The Lions are minus 130. The Dodgers are the favourites. The White Sox are a home dog at plus 110. The total is at eight and a half. Uh, Moonaf, is it a home puppy for you? Uh, yeah, I think this is. Uh, I think this might be the game where the White Sox steal, especially with Michael Kopech on the mound, like you mentioned. 
so far at home this season. Uh, he is 0-1, oh but he has an ERA of 2.05 with a 0.86 whip. Um, I know he had a, but a bit of a rough game against the Toronto Blue Jays in his last start uh, in Toronto, but he's faced some pretty good offenses over his last three starts. He faced the Yankees twice. And he faced the Blue Jays, and I'm more comfortable with him being at home. I think this might be a spot where the White Sox steal a game here in game one with Michael Kopech on the mound. So at the plus money, I definitely do like it here for the um, White Sox. And then Mitch White, like you mentioned, one and one, 4.79 ERA. He has allowed at least three earned runs over his last three starts. Or sorry, uh, two out of his last three starts for the uh, uh, L.A. Dodgers. If you don't trust the bullpen of the White Sox, uh, I would probably maybe look at first five innings for the uh, Chicago White Sox here with Kopech because, again, if he's not in trouble, he's usually been going about six, seven innings for the uh, White Sox. So uh, I'll go first five innings, money line. Uh, I'll trust the bullpen here as well for the White Sox uh, for the full game. Uh, Dylan, what do you make of this one? Dodgers at White Sox. Yeah, I'm glad you used my word, home puppy. I actually have this line flipped. I made this outside a minus 115 favorite. Mitch White, he's only making his third start. Uh, I want to see more out of him before I could back him. And like uh, Munaf said, Kobach, he's been lights out at home. Five runs just given up in 22 innings. I'm hoping uh, Kopech can give the White Sox a good start so he doesn't. we don't have to rely too much on the bullpen. But I hope he could give an, a good lift to this ball club to try to turn things around. So I'm going to take the home puppy here. White Sox on the money line. I was able actually to grab a plus 115. So shop around. Yeah, fair enough. Um, this was all down to trust for me. I, I'm still not in a position where I can take uh, the White Sox. I didn't really... Um, feel like I can trust the White Sox much to get to get it done, especially against the Dodgers. However, I do trust both pitches, uh, which led me towards the under at eight and a half at minus 110. Kopech's been great, um, and Mitch White in a relatively untrustworthy uh, White Sox offense um, pointed me towards the, that lower total, so under eight and a half um, for me there. Um, Athletic Greens is one of the sponsors here on the MLB Gambling Podcast uh, with their AG1 supplement. Um, one delicious scoop and you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports your health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. All the things that you need. Uh, to start your day, right? Costs you less than $3 a day and promotes better sleep quality and recovery uh, with over 7,000 five-star reviews. Um, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune support and vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. That's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily Nutritional insurance. Uh, we have four games left to handicap here on the MLB Gambling Podcast. The next one is an 8-10 Eastern first pitch between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Milwaukee Brewers. Ranger Suarez goes for the Phillies and Jason Alexander um, goes for the Brewers, a name you might not be too uh, familiar with. The, it's a pick pretty much. Philly minus 109. The Brewers are minus 110. The total is set at eight and a half. Um, 
Suarez is four and three, has a 469 ERA, pitched 48 innings for 42 Ks uh, and a 156 whip. Uh, Jason Alexander has no record. He's 257 ERA, started one game, uh, pitched seven innings with three Ks uh, and a whip of 143. Um, Suarez is beginning to struggle in all departments. He's walking too many batters. This is his main issue, um, which is leading to too many of everything else. Um, Jason Alexander, this is his second turn through. Um, managed seven innings uh, on debut. 29-year-old rookie, quite a good story, actually. Um, gave up two earned runs on seven hits uh, in that start last time. Um, he's unlikely to hang around in the Spurs rotation, but he'll be here uh, short term. The Phillies got some momentum uh, last night with that little come from behind win against the Angels. They had the Bryce Harper Grand Slam and then Bryson Stott uh, walked it off. They had the manager change as well last week. So I just think maybe the Phillies can start uh, turning things around a little bit. Um, but like I say, I don't trust Suarez particularly. So again, this everything to me pointed to the total. I thought the over eight and a half uh, with both pitches and both offences contributing uh, looked like a great bet for me. Uh, minus 104, uh, not too chalky either. So for me, it was an over. Uh, Moonaf, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies at the Brewers. Yeah, the Brewers, um, they struggle against left-handed pitching. Um, you know, Ranger Suarez, left-handed pitcher. You know, you talked about it, Malcolm, that he does give up the runs uh, to the opposition, right? He's given up at least three earned runs in three of his last four starts. Did face the Milwaukee Brewers back on April 22nd, so he only allowed one earned run, but it was a short start for him. Four and two-thirds, did give up three walks in that game. He's prone to giving up the walks as well. So, um and kind of looking at the left-handed number or batting numbers for this Milwaukee Brewers team against the left-handed pitching, um, they're kind of middle of the pack as far as RBIs, but their team batting average against the left-handed pitching, they're second to last. Uh, they're batting 210 against left-handed pitching. Uh, Marlins are the worst team in the MLB at 207. Um, as far as hits, they're also, you know, they're middle of the pack there. So can I trust the Brewers against Razor Suarez? Sure. Um, but I think, Malcolm, I think you're on the right side, especially with the Phillies kind of figuring out their offense since they fired uh, Joe Girardi. It kind of just, I think it's lit a real big spark with this team. Um, I'm going to reluctantly, I'm going to take the Phillies here. I think they continue riding that momentum here. Uh, the offense has picked it up. Uh, I know it's Ranger Suarez on the mound, but I think I agree with your play about the over here. So I like the Phillies, Phillies team total over and uh, give me the over for the game as well. Uh, Dylan, same question. Phillies or Brewers? Yeah, I like the Brew Crew here at home. I made them a minus 115 favorite. I'm going to take a chance with Jason Alexander. I know he's only making his second career start. I did think he pitched well his first start. He went, oh, seven innings, only gave up two runs. The Phillies, they think I have think they've woken uh, after uh, Joe Girardi getting fired. Moon officer, I think a fire's been lit and the bats have woken up. I do like the over. I set my line at 8.7, so I do agree with the over. But I just think the Brewers win this one at home. I trust them a little more, especially with the relief pitchers. I don't trust the Phillies with the relief pitchers. So give me the Brewers here on the money line at home. Uh, 9.38 Eastern first pitch. The Boston Red Sox at the LA Angels. Garrett Whitlock for Boston. And the TBD pitcher for the Angels. I've got no lines either, so not much else for me to add. I'll throw this over to Dylan. Uh, you got a picture for the Angels, Dylan, or anything else you can tell us about this game? 
I got Reed Detmers. I don't know if that's accurate. What do you have, Munaf? Yeah, same. Yeah, so I got Detmers going. I made the excuse me, I made the Red Sox a minus one ten favorite, Angels a plus one ten underdog. I made my line eight point five. So tricky to see how this line will come up because the Angels are just awful. I think they've lost eleven in a row, twelve in a row, whatever it is. You just can't back them right now. Uh, one of their best hitters, Taylor Ward, is still out for them. Boston, they've kind of turned around things around. They've won four in a row. Uh, I favor Whitlock over Detmus. He, I think he's kind of come down to earth after pitching that no-hitter a few weeks. So hopefully we get a nice low price with the Red Sox. I just can't back the Angels right now. Uh, Moonaf, did you have anything for this for your, uh, for your Boston Red Sox? Yeah, I mean, it's good to see the Red Sox have turned around, especially with their bats here after, you know, early on in the season, they were struggling in all three phases, started pitching bullpen and hitting. So it's good to see that, you know, the, the hitting is finally turned around here. And like Dylan said, they've won four in a row. Can, again, like he mentioned, you, can you get behind this Angels team right now? I don't think you can. Like Malcolm, we talked about this last season. When are you the guy that's going to walk up to the roulette table and, you know, ride the the reds that are coming up or you're going to be the guy that's going to come in and bet the black thinking that it's, it has to stop at some point um i'm not sure i i, I again i i need to see what the angels are are going to do in this first game here tonight on monday night i don't know with Syndergaard's on the mound there and, and kind of take it from there i reed Dedmers has been really good at home if you kind of take a look at his numbers um 3.10 era with a whip of 0.66 which just kind of means that he's given up the long bomb uh and not getting a lot of hitters on on base especially at home so um I, this game is probably a stay away for me like dylan said i'm curious to see where the line does come out at yeah you're exactly right moon i was interested to see the first uh the first game tonight with thor on the mound for angels back at home um I did pick them tonight, actually, on last night's pod. So I did, uh, for once, I, I went uh, black instead of red. Uh, so we'll <laughs> see how this turns out. But I do think that'll have an effect uh, on what happens tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, interesting one to, to keep a watch and brief on there. Uh, 9.40 Eastern first pitches. The New York Mets at the San Diego Padres. Uh, Taiwan Walker goes for the Mets. And you, Darvish, uh, for the Padres, who are a minus 130 home favourite. The Mets are plus 110. And the total is set at seven and a half. Uh, Taiwan Walker is three and one with a 288 ERA. And is pitched 40 and two thirds with 21 punches and a 128 whip. Darvish is four and three with a 403 ERA. 60 and a third pitched 48 Ks and a 109 whip. Um, Walker's been great and absolutely fine on the road as well. He's done the majority of his pitching. Uh, on the road so far this season, 25 and two thirds uh, with a 281 ERA, which um, plays very well. Um, Darvish as well, home road splits are the deciding factor here with, with you, Darvish. Um, he had a bad start last time, five earned runs on seven hits um, at St. Louis. Um, but the the key figure here is that he's got a 171 home ERA. Um, two sides who are capable, but not huge run scores, particularly the Padres. And I, yeah, I liked um, both pitchers here. Yeah? I thought the eight was a perfectly reasonable number. I saw eight earlier on at minus 110. That has now shifted to seven and a half. Uh, so shop around there. Uh, but the under eight for me at minus 110. Dylan, um, that line's moved half a point. Where did you make it? Yeah, I made my total 7.6. I was able to grab an under eight as well. It was juiced to minus 120, 
but I'm on the same side as you. I don't think we'll see. Uh, I don't think we'll see a hitting display. I think we'll see more of a pitching duel, especially with how good you Darvish has been. Taiwan Walker is good. Obviously, I'm a little biased, but I do think he'll he'll hold his own on the road. Uh, Dodge, uh, not Dodgers. Padres uh, field is kind of hitter friendly as well. So the Padres are just an under team in general, especially at home as well. Six and sixteen towards the under. So I'm confident with the under. I think we see a low scoring game, maybe four two, four one Mets. Uh moving off. Another good series this one. The Mets uh, are having a um an intriguing little trip through California at the moment. What do you make of this game? Um, yeah, I'm agreeing with everything. Yeah, uh, agreeing with everything you guys were saying. Uh, especially when you look at you Darvish's home road splits, it's night and day, right? He has a 1.71 ERA at home with a 0.68 WHIP. Um, you know the the walks are down at home, the strikeouts are up at home, um, and he's two and one at at home. And again, like you guys mentioned with Walker, he's been solid. Most of his starts have come on the road here. Um, I, I like the under. I think I still like it at under seven and a half. I think we could probably see like a a four two three one type of final here. Um, I think it's going to be a great pitching duel to watch if you if you like you know those those low scoring pitcher duels. I think it's going to be a, the game for you. Okay, uh, finally the ultimate game uh, to handicap this evening is a nine forty five Eastern first pitch between the Colorado Rockies and the San Francisco Giants. Um, Herman Marquez draws the start for the Rockies. And Carlos Rodon, the lefty, um, goes for the San Francisco Giants. Uh, the Giants are the faves, minus 193. Uh, the Rockies are plus 165. And the total is at 7.5. Uh, Moonaf, Rockies at Giants. So I'm seeing conflicting pitching here. I'm seeing Antonio Sensatella on one side. I'm seeing Herman Marquez on another. Dylan, what do you have? I have Herman Marquez. Okay, because I'm seeing on a book, I'm seeing Sensatella. Um, I'll, I'll handicap uh, Marquez since that's what you two guys see. Uh, I'll start with Marquez. And again, anytime I see Herman Marquez, I'm I'm uh, throwing up a red flag big time. Uh, he's given up at least four earned runs and three straight starts. Uh, it was against the Marlins in Washington and then against uh, the Mets. If you want to go back even further, he's given up at least three earned runs in every single one of his starts, except for his first start against the Dodgers. He did face, uh, he hasn't faced this Giants team yet, but historically, it has not been very good for him. Uh, his last two starts, dating back to last year, uh, in his final two starts, he gave up eight earned runs in two thirds of an inning, and then he gave up seven earned runs in uh, four innings pitch against his Giants team. Um, I'm going to go, uh, and again, Carlos Rodon, like you guys mentioned, he's been a lot better at home for the San Francisco Giants so far this year. Uh, his own home ERA, 2.35 with a 1.17 whip, 2-1 and one so far on the season. And again, the strikeout rates, it's, it's crazy how much of a difference it is. 8.7 on the road, 15.3 at home so far wow. this season for um, Carlos Rodon. He did face them. Back on May 9th uh, at home, uh, where he went six innings, gave up only two earned runs, and that was a game where he did have 12 strikeouts for the uh, San Francisco Giants. So I'm going to back Carlos Rodon here. I'm going to take his strikeout props in this game for a prop player. I think that's worth a look. At minus one and a half at plus 110, uh, I think that is worth a play. 
her man Marquez has not been very good at road on the road at home. Uh, and again, historically not very good against this Giants team. So I'm going to take uh, the run line here and I'm going to take a take a look at uh, what Rodon strikeout props come out as well. Okay, a little bit of a departure there uh, for Muna. So, uh, Dylan, uh, Colorado at San Francisco? Yeah, same thing as Muna. Uh, Giants run line here. I was able to get a plus 110. Any plus price would. I was actually willing to lay a, a small number with the run line. But the Rockies have just been struggling. I honestly wish Santatella was pitching because he's versus Giants team twice. They've lost yeah. both times. He hasn't <laughs> even been able to get out of go to the fourth inning against them. So, that would actually be better for our handicap if we if he does end up going. But uh, the Giants, they've also won four of the last five meetings between the two clubs as well. 27 of the 29 wins for the Giants have come by two or more runs. I think they're catching the Rockies at a great time in San Francisco. Giants run line for me. Um, I went to the total on this one. I went to the over. Um, Rodon... Um, hasn't been averse to throwing up uh, two or three earned runs in a few of his starts. He was better last time, um, but he was just had a, a little minor wobble before that. Um, Marquez um, will always give up runs. That ERA tells you everything you know about that. Uh, and the Giants score a lot of runs as well. The Giants are the fourth highest run scorers in MLB. Uh, so even though it's a bit of a pitcher's park, uh, the Giants have been relatively hot. Wilma Flores um, has been red hot. He's been raking. Uh, for the Giants. So I thought this seven and a half uh, was too low. I thought the, the Giants could possibly do it by themselves. Um, yeah. But I thought Rodon could possibly throw in uh, one or two. This could maybe a 6-2 or a 7-2 game, something like that. Uh, but I thought that over seven and a half at minus 110 uh, was a great bet. Um, so uh, that's it. We, we've handicapped all the games. We'll get to our uh, lock and dog in 25 seconds time uh, when I've told you about IP Vanish. Um, did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Uh, without that added security, you may as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, any other prying eyes you want to get it. Uh, that's why at SGPN, we use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. Means things like private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, think um, all completely hidden. Um, IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. You can use it with as many devices as you want uh, your Fire Stick when you're streaming media, as well as all your computers and tablets and phones, etc. And IP Vanish are offering um, an incredible 70% of the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee, uh, the equivalent of getting nine months for free. Uh, IP Vanish is really easy to use. Tap one button, you're instantly covered. You won't even know it's on. So take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Okay, epic 15-game slate. We have given a lot of picks out. Uh, it's time to whittle them down. We'll throw it across... Uh, to the junior member first. Dylan, uh, lock and a dog. Hit me. All right. I'm actually going to start with my lock this time. Going with two run line plays for my lock. Blue Jays minus one and a half at minus 110. <clears throat> I'm just, I'm on the side of Manoa right now. I know Keller's been good, but 
the Royals is just not a team I could back right now. They've lost four of the last five, and it's coming to a point, like Munoff said, every time Manoa's on the mound, I just got to bet the run line. So Blue Jays, and I like that they're away, so they get the ninth inning to hit. I do like that. It's important for the run line. Uh, and for my dog, I'm actually going to take uh, – Munoff just let us know that Sensatella will be pitching for the Rockies. So that's even better. Give me the Giants on the run line at plus 110. The Giants have already uh, crushed this guy, and I think it continues here at home. So give me the Giants on the run line as my dog. Blue Jays on the run line as my lock. So two run lines then for Dylan. Munaf, what have you got for us? Yeah, I had the same lock. I, I can't ignore it. When Manoa's on the mound, I got to put my money behind him. I'm going to go double lock with uh, Dylan here. Give me the Blue Jays minus one and a half on the run line with Alec Manoa on the mound against the Royals. Um, you know, we went through the handicap of how great he's been this season. I know, you know, I talked about the one small, very, very small sample size last season against this team where he went seven shutout innings. You know, I think that they're the bats. We're going to carry that momentum into uh, Kauffman Stadium there for the Blue Jays. So I'm going to take the minus one and a half uh, Blue Jays as my lock as well. For my dog, um, let's see here. I think I'm going to go with the home puppy that you pointed out there, Malcolm. Give me the White Sox plus 110 with Michael Kopech on the mound against the Dodgers. Um, I think this is some, again, people are going to see this Dodgers team at a short price of minus 130 possibly not knowing how good Michael Kopech has been, especially at home for the White Sox. I think that the White Sox can still game one here against the Dodgers. Uh, so I'll take them as my, uh, as my dog of the day at plus 110. Okay, then. So uh, a double lock uh, on the Toronto run line and Chicago White Sox uh, for Munaf. Um My lock is going to be a tool. I was leaning towards this um, Colorado um, in Giants game, but that pitching change um, has just put me off a little bit. Um, sends the teller over market, so I'll leave that one. Um, I'll take well, another total. I'll Malcolm, take I'm sorry, over. let me interrupt you there. Now I've just seen it changed back to Marquez. Oh, for God's sake, Munaf. I'm not oh taking my it. God. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you out. He's, he's actively trying to shake my confidence, people. That's what he's doing here. No, but I um, think that you, with Marquez you, or Sensatella, I mean, those are both pitchers you can fade, honestly. Yeah. Especially in San Yeah, Francisco. honestly. You're absolutely right. It was a, it was a strongly... I only, I only I changed my mind sort of mid-pod on that one, but I'll go back to my original one because you should never change your mind. Um, over eight and a half runs um, in the Philadelphia uh, Milwaukee game. Um, again, both teams, both pitchers contribute. Suarez is dodgy. Um, Alexander don't really trust the 29-year-old rookie um, and Philly have a little bit of momentum behind them so I'll take that as my lock and for my dog we are going with a big fancy price Seattle Mariners plus 210 um, on the road at the Houston Astros um, they beat Verlander up 10 days ago why should this be any different forecast of a low scoring game uh, so not many runs in it uh, we only need to win by one that'll do uh, I will take the over 2-1 to one on the Seattle Mariners uh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is us done uh, for tonight's pod. It's been a long one. Thank you all uh, for joining us. And hopefully we've got some winning picks in there. Uh, Moonaf, anything we need to know about stuff happening the rest of the week, NBA related or otherwise? No, game three goes off on uh, Wednesday. The series is tied up one to one. So hopefully we get uh, a more uh, competitive game in game three, but uh, Warriors found a way to tie it up. So uh, NBA finals are rolling along this week as well. Game three, Wednesday, game five, sorry, game four on Friday. 
Uh, Dylan, what's happening? Nothing much. Uh, just ready to watch some baseball for tonight. Uh, got her cap tomorrow. So busy night, busy day. Can't wait. Um, hopefully our, our graphic goes 8-0. and I'm really excited about yeah. that, though. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, Tonight's MLB games, the Monday night games, start in about 10 minutes. So that's perfect. I will get an hour in uh, before I go and get some beauty sleep. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, as usual, uh, download the SGPN app and get your likes uh, and ratings and reviews in, which helps out the entire network uh, bringing you the content uh, that everyone's enjoying so much. Thank you very much, Moonaf. Uh, Thank you very much, Dylan. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. Good luck with all your bets and we will see you down the road. Cheers.